Hey, what's up and welcome along to another edition of Tea and Tech with myself, Mr. B. This is a podcast where we talk all things tech, all whilst enjoying a nice cup of tea, which I do have down here next to me. Season three, it's episode one of season three. So thank you to everyone who's been listening and downloading this podcast throughout the last two years. And I really appreciate that. There seems to be a lot of support from Germany. So if you're listening in Germany or if you're watching in Germany, Wie geht's? Guten Tag. Uh, I hope you're doing well. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can head on over to any of the major platforms for podcasting, whether that's Spotify, Google, Apple, Audible, any of them, you'll find the podcast there. If you're listening to this on any of those podcast platforms, don't forget that you can head on over to YouTube and watch my ugly mug talk to you as well. If you are on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button and the notification so that you get notified every time a new video comes up. And again, do me a favor, if you're listening to this on whatever platform it is that you're listening to, make sure you hit that follow button. So, this week has been an interesting one for Apple, and I am going to talk about that. Now, I'm not going to go into the details of the products and what was announced and what fantastic things that they're going to be doing. There's, there's a thousand videos out there already about the new iPhone and the Series 9 Apple Watch. This is going to be more of a conversation about my thoughts on what's happening with Apple. So, for those of you who may have been listening before and have seen some of my videos, maybe you'll know that I am an avid Apple user. I am well and truly embedded into that ecosystem. I have a MacBook Pro, an iMac, I have uh, Apple TVs, I have iPads, have iPhones, but I recently have decided to swap over to a Samsung, uh, the S23 Ultra. And the reason for doing that was I'd heard all of the rumors about what the iPhone 15 was going to be and what they were going to do and the same rumors that you hear every year and we always hope that there's going to be an amazing product launch in September. But to be honest with you, I was a little bit disappointed over the last maybe two years with what Apple had done with the iPhone. Now don't get me wrong, fantastic phone and this is my personal opinion, fantastic phone, great features. I just felt that it was lacking and it wasn't really being pushed to the limits, whereas other manufacturers like Samsung or even some of the other lesser known brands uh, like OnePlus or even Huawei, they were coming out with, uh, and Motorola as well, they, they were coming out with these new ideas for smart devices. And I felt that Apple were a little bit behind on that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not totally naive. I know that Apple is not sitting back and not developing products and, and just throwing a few new colors in there. The Apple, they're thinking three, four, five years ahead, and, and I get that. But what really frustrates me is that every year we have this huge hype around the new iPhone. And I get it, there's only so many things that you can do with a new phone. But they haven't really been showing a lot of new technology or new advancements. It's kind of been a little bit better than the last phone. And you could argue that they've done that since probably the iPhone 12. You know, the 11 had the curved shape, the 12 went back to that straight edge, um, which is a design that I love. But since the 12, 
it's kind of been the same with a few minor changes. Obviously, they do things with the cameras. There's a little bit of tweaks within the software. And this is going to sound very harsh. I don't mean to be dissing Apple. They obviously are hugely successful business with huge uh, amount of following. And, And I'm one of those followers. I love their products. They just work and they just look great. They feel great and they work. My frustration, as I said, is just that why put the hype into a new product and spend, let's be honest, probably millions of dollars on a campaign to launch the 15 range when you haven't really done anything major to that product? I personally would have said to the, the you know, sitting in that meeting across the, the boardroom table, guys, let's not, you know, don't fire me but let's not launch an iPhone this year. You know, let's do the, you know, we're not doing the iPhone this year. However, we've got something for you next year, or we've got something coming in the pipeline, or there's one more thing. But to just launch a new phone for the sake of having to launch it every year, I felt a little bit, not frustrated, but a little bit kind of disappointed in in what they've done. They're spending so much money on, on developing these products. They could really be putting that into something else. And, uh, you know, they are spending huge amounts of money on development. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's products that they're working on that we haven't even thought of yet. But I guess for me, you know, I was speaking to a friend of mine about this the other day. And I said, look, why, why don't they just sit back and go, you know what? We're not going to do a new iPhone this year. We're going to do something next year and we're going to make it big. We're going to do something different. We're going to go something unique, whatever that may be. And his response to me was, well, they can't do that because of the board of directors. Now, I get that. I get it that the board is probably putting pressure on to get a new product out, to keep the, you know, the brand fresh, to keep new sales coming in for potential new users. However, I think the argument against that would be If Apple was to turn around and spend the amount of money that they're spending on launching an iPhone 15 into a new campaign, which is teasing the audience, teasing people into what may be coming next year or in 18 months, whatever the case may be. If they were to do that, I think you will probably gain a lot of interest and potentially new new um, clients, customers, whatever, you know, whatever the the name you want to call them. People swapping over from Android, maybe. Yes, you will risk potentially losing somebody. I guess, you know, I'm one of those that moved over to the, the Samsung, as I mentioned, but it's not because I don't believe in the product or I don't think that, um, Apple is no good or I, I don't like it or anything like that. It's just, I felt, why would I spend the money on another new iPhone when it's only slightly better than the one before. And I'd been watching lots of videos and reviews on online about Samsung, about the S23 Ultra and how good the camera was. And it was a big decision for me to move over because that ecosystem that I'm in has, has changed now. My phone is not part of that ecosystem. My watch, my Apple watch now is not part of that ecosystem. So I'm still using my Mac and my iPads or my Macs and my iPad. Um, but I'm not using the phone or the, or the watch. So I've kind of stepped out of that ecosystem from that aspect. This has turned into a bit of a rant, and it's not, as I said, it's not necessarily a, a dig at Apple. It's just an outsider looking in 
Look, compared to the intelligent people who are paid lots of money in the marketing and the development and the design um, side of Apple, you know, I'm just given a consumer's view from the outside, I guess. It was, the, the launch was almost comedy. You know, there was a few little comedy moments in there that were supposed to be there. But, you know, trying to sell a new feature on a product where you can uh, double tap your thumb and index finger and you can answer a call or you can, you know, take a picture. This has been in the software for I don't know how long, but it was in the accessibility. So, um, you know, it's, it's not a new feature. It was something that was hidden in the software already and is now a new feature. The USB-C, we all know that Apple pushed back on the USB-C for however many years because they really reinforced the fact that no, the lightning cable is faster, it's better, this is what you want, the lightning cable is the best and we won't change it. And they slowly changed when they went with the iPad uh, into USB-C and now they have to go to USB-C for the iPhone to comply with uh, the EU regulations. So if they want to sell iPhones in the EU, they have to have USB-C. So why have a USB-C version and an, a Lightning? Doesn't make sense. Just convert over to USC, a USB-C, which is what they've done. But again, they've turned it into a, look what we've done. This is a fantastic thing that we've decided to do for you. And they were targeting photographers. And now that you can shoot on the iPhone and you know shoot in high ProRes and then transfer your uh, content direct onto a hard drive from your phone via USB-C. Well, okay, but that's what people have been telling you for years. And, and we've seen it with the iPad. So it's not like you've just come around and said, let's do this for our customers. You're doing it because you're forced to do it. Now, again, I'm not having a dig at Apple. This is, um, this is just my personal thoughts. It's a little bit disappointing, I feel. The Series 9 watch Again, they haven't changed anything. And I'm not saying they have to change something every year. But maybe think about not releasing something every year. Maybe every two years. And, and keep people in suspense of what it might be. You know, I think we're coming up on the 10th anniversary of the... Well, we are. We're coming up on the 10th anniversary of the, the Apple Watch. You know, will they do something completely different for that? Will they do a redesign? Will they go for those hard edges like we've seen all of the renders and the rumors... Um, but who knows? But coming out with a new version of the same product just for the sake of releasing a product, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Again, I'm sure it makes sense financially because you have your diehard fans who will no matter what go out and buy that new iPhone as soon as it's launched. And, and that's, to be honest, I was one of those. I just feel like it needs a change and they need to, you know, tease us a little bit with what they're doing. We all know they're not just working on the iPhone 16 now. They're working on whatever the 17 or the 18 or the 19 is. You know, is it even a phone? Is it a foldable phone? You know, Apple are probably not going to do an, a foldable phone now, given that, you know, some of the bigger manufacturer, or, or sorry, some of the other manufacturers have done it and done it quite successfully. And if they were to come out with a fold now, it'd just be like, you're just copying Samsung or you're just copying Motorola. They need to come out with something unique, something different to hook everybody back in and get everybody talking about it. And to an, a certain extent, the AR, VR headset that they um, announced earlier on in the year, 
that was one of those wow moments. That was where we all sat down, watched it and thought, whoa, here we go. Okay, we knew something like this was coming, but this is different. It's new. We can buy into this. Okay, it's very expensive and the price needs to come down to be more consumer friendly. But it was that whole iPad, you know, when we saw the iPad for the first time, Steve Jobs wanted before he ever finished with Apple or before he passed away, he wanted to create a product which was a computer the size of an A4 piece of paper. And he did it. And not just him, obviously the team of people around him. And when we saw that iPad for the first time, we were blown away by it. Now, again, Apple went the first to have a tablet, but it was the way it was designed, the way it was uh, the user interface was the way that you could, um, again, combine it into your ecosystem. It was, at the time, groundbreaking. And they said the same with the iPod, same with the iPhone. You know, Apple have a history of creating these products that blow people away. But they've gone a little bit stale. They've gone a little bit stagnant. And I think that that has been something that a lot of people have been talking about certainly in my circle of friends or, or what I see on social media as well and I think they are going to risk losing more and more users now am I going to convert to Samsung and change my whole ecosystem no am I going to stay with the Samsung Galaxy and go to the S S24 I'm not sure Will I go to the 25 as well? Not sure. I don't know what I'll do. But the point is, they've lost just one sale with me, but how many people are thinking the same thing for me? You know, again, when I look at the videos online of the Samsung S23 Ultra compared to the iPhone, uh, iPhone 14 Pro Max, the amount of content creators and influencers and YouTubers who have gone from using the iPhone to the Samsung seems quite high. Now, I know a lot of these carry an iPhone and an Android, but it seems like there's a huge percentage of people that have converted over to the Samsung phone side of it. And I don't know how much of that will happen over the next six months. I personally think the iPhone 15 is not going to be as successful as, let's say, the 12 or even the 14, maybe. And I'm probably going to be proven wrong, but I think they have a lot to do to keep their existing customers happy. Now that sounds a little bit big-headed and who do you think you are telling Apple that they need to keep you happy? Well, at the end of the day, we're consumers and we spend our hard-earned money for, let's be honest, not cheap products. We do that because we like the products. We do that because we engage with the products. We do that because we have a connection with the product. If we start to lose that connection, then things start to fizzle out. You start to have, you know, a good user interface experience with a Samsung or a OnePlus or a Huawei or a whatever the case may be. And the more that happens, the more they're going to lose out bit by bit by bit. Now, I'm sure they have enough money in the bank to get them through a few months of people not buying an iPhone. But if I was on that board of directors, I would be questioning, why are we spending millions doing this just because we feel we have to launch a new product? Because people expect us to launch a new product.
And I'm not sure there's a valid enough reason to launch the 15. It's not groundbreaking. It has a new button. Okay, a new button that you can assign to do one thing. Okay, you hit it. It's not even a quick uh, action. You know, if you want to assign your camera to it, you have to press and hold it. Then your camera comes on. Why would you do that when you can just swipe left on the screen, your camera comes up instantly? Or you press down the little camera icon on the bottom right and swipe up, you've got your camera. You know, you can assign it to be your flash, switch on your torch, press and hold. Okay, but really, is it that, you know, is it that big of a product feature that is gonna make you buy an iPhone 15? No. Is that possible on other phones? Absolutely. It's available on most Android, Androids, if not all. Certainly on the Samsung I can do it and you can assign multiple actions to the button. So I can double press my uh, power button, it opens up the camera. And if I press and hold it, it, turns on the flash. These are things that are already being done in other products. This is what I mean. Apple seem to be dragging at the minute and seem to be a little bit behind everyone else. I know they're not. And as I keep saying, I'm sure they're thinking four, five, six years ahead. But tease us with what it is that you're doing. Don't, don't just drip feed us new little things every year, every September, and then expect us to pay hard-earned cash to upgrade from the year before. Because you're going to really, really start to annoy people and lose your loyal fan base. And there is a huge loyal fan base. I love my Apple products. I love a Mac, I will never go back to Windows. I had to use a Windows machine this week for the first time in a long time. And it reminded me how good Mac OS is. That went on and it was a bit of a rant. It didn't, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't supposed to be a rant. But I wanted to give you my thoughts on this amazing new news that has come out this week. If you haven't seen it yet, I would suggest that you go and have a look on YouTube. Go and do a search for the keynote and have a look for yourself. Have a look at all the new features that have come out that are supposed to entice you into buying these products. Apple, I'm loyal to you and I love your products. I just think you've dropped the ball on this one. Controversial probably, and I'm sure I'm going to annoy a lot of people on this, but let me know what you think, Mr. BK Official on Instagram. If you want to make sure you uh, tag me and uh, leave a comment. I'm going to post this video on Instagram as well. So leave a comment underneath. Let me know what your thoughts are. And uh, yeah, I'll leave that one with you. Listen, thanks for listening. As I said, season three, episode one. It's great to be back and I'm looking forward to seeing you more and I hope that you uh, guys are enjoying it and continue to download and listen. Make sure you hit those follow buttons either on your podcast or on your YouTube and hit that notification as well so that you get notified every time there is a new video uploaded or a new post podcast posted. Thank you very much for listening. It's been great talking to you and I will speak to you on the next one.